All right, good morning. We're going to go ahead and get started. And uh, as you're finding your way to the, one of the tables, I know we're, we're all quite thankful that the temperature in here is uh, moderately warmer than, uh, than it was last week. So, uh, so this is, yeah, this is nice. <clears throat> we're going to start our time with uh, showing this video. Well, um, obviously what you just saw was just a video on, on G4. And what I want to do is take the time uh, this morning and lay out, I'm going to use three handles uh, to set up this conversation uh, today. One uh, is going to be ministry, the other is care, and the other is education. So when we think of ministry, uh, I want us to think in terms of of, of uh, what it is that we as a church can provide. What, what can we do that would be helpful for others? When uh, we get to the care aspect of it, it's uh, more tailored to what kind of help can we as a church body receive? And then lastly is just the educational piece. How uh, or what are some opportunities that we as a church can grow uh, in our care for other people. So <clears throat> this past fall, I uh, went to the Raleigh-Durham uh, area three different times uh, as part of a cohort, uh, this counseling cohort. There were 11 of us that were there. Um, I think seven total churches uh, were represented. And uh, what, we, what we did is we spent our time learning about this group-based uh, counseling. Uh, you, you, I've, you've heard me say G4 a number of times. GCM, those are little acronyms. Um, the, the, the G stands for uh, gospel, and then the four are the four types of groups, as you saw in the video, that are, that are offered. And so the hope and thought is, is that we would launch these uh, groups out of Grace Church in hopes that they would not only be a ministry for some of our members, but we're hopeful that they would be a ministry and serve as a resource for other local churches in the Memphis area. And uh, <clears throat> so the, the, the four types of groups that are going to be offered are process, support, recovery, and therapeutically educational. And so what this, what this means briefly is that some people are facing struggles in life, and the real need they have is for other people to just help them process it, help them think about it, help them figure out what is my next step. Support uh, would be something uh, akin to the process as well, but these are people who are uh, like maybe in really tough, destructive relationships and, uh, and in, in addition to helping them process what's going on, they need other people to walk alongside them and, uh, and help clarify some of the confusing things that they are living in, some of the rubble uh, that they, uh, their lives are situated in. Recovery would be those um, who are wanting to now walk in the light. They've been in hidden sin for a long period of time. Uh, they, are, they are now confessing that sin, and now they are wanting to walk in the light. And so uh, these groups would be set up to help people in that situation. And then the therapeutically educational. And so these are not meant to, all four of these are not meant to be in their own silo. There's crossover and cross-pollination um, in all of them, uh, but, the, but the aim is to, uh, help people to understand what's going on in their heart and to help them to see in some very clear and specific ways what the Bible has to say about what they're struggling with, what they're tempted with, what they're 
ensnared with, the suffering that they, uh, the insurmountable suffering that they continue to be walking through, and that uh, the Bible has some very clear pathways for uh, how to, you know, consider each of these, um, these, these situations. And then the GCM is a gospel-centered marriage, and what this is, it's a mentorship that involves mature married couples that are walking alongside engaged couples. So uh, I don't know how, <clears throat> how prevalent a ministry like this is going to be in a church uh, as, as small as ours, uh, but it's a, again, it's a curriculum-based group that just helps. Um, it, I mean, it can also be served as marriage enrichment, and so it just it helps couples uh, grow in their love for the Lord and in their love for one another. And here's a video that shows about this. So this cohort that I was a part of in the fall, uh, was, it was through or with Summit Church uh, in the Raleigh-Durham, uh, North Carolina area. They put together these promotional videos, and in putting together these promotional videos, uh, they made them available to anybody that would want to launch these particular groups. So uh, we'll be able to use them. We'll be able to put our own information um, at the bottom and, and use them as our own uh, materials. All the curriculum that they've written, uh, they make that available free uh, as well. And that's the type of material that we'll be able to use for, um, for each, of these, each of these groups. So... Now, I just here, here are a few questions um, that, that I want to raise and hopefully want to answer for um, why, why take a Sunday like this to talk about group care, group care counseling. So the first one is like, why the need for something like, um, something like G4? And the answer to that is really multifaceted. Um, there, there's a, a significant need um, for group-based counseling. Uh, we have, um, anybody can reach out to somebody for counseling, and oftentimes what you, um, what you, what you may get is, is you may get a friendly voice on the other side of the phone, but it also may be met with, uh, we'd love to see you, but it may be at best two weeks or three weeks or a month or sometimes months before you're able to uh, see an individual counselor. And so what G4 uh, or what these groups would provide is something, a, a place for people to immediately attend. So if somebody could, on a particular Sunday, say, uh, I, I, I just recently confessed my long-standing sin with fill-in-the-blank. I need some help. And what we could do is say, man, we're so thankful that you're now wanting to walk in the light one, one way, one area of care for you could be this group-based counseling. We, we actually have a group that, that is meeting together to discuss this very issue, and they meet on Thursday nights. You can jump in with them this Thursday night and continue that path of walking in the light. And so that, that often, I mean, that's a, that's a helpful, massive need that sometimes the individual counseling uh, may take a little bit longer to meet. Also, uh, and, and this, is, <clears throat> this is not to say individual counseling is not good, but uh, oftentimes with, when churches that only do individual counseling, the care for multiple people can get bottlenecked. If, if one person needs to see one person, then that kind of care can get bottlenecked. And you have the opportunity really to expand in your care if there's a group where 10 people could 
meet to uh, be around this sin-based or suffering-based issue. So what are the benefits of G4 over um, individual counseling? Uh, Again, one of those I just uh, mentioned is it does provide an opportunity for immediacy and um, it gives you an opportunity to, to work through suffering and work through recovery and receive support and receive help in a group-based care model that's oftentimes beneficial for people. Like uh, some of you have expressed it in this way uh, based on uh, seasons of life that you're, that you're encountering at times how helpful small groups are when there are other people in your small group who are either struggling uh, with or, or suffering in some similar ways that you are. Some of you have, have spoken of the benefit of it's just helpful to have people there who, who kind of understand what I'm going through, what I'm, what I'm walking through. And this, the, this group-based care model helps, um, helps provide that as well. <clears throat> Where does G4 and GCM fit in the spectrum of counseling? I'm not going to bore you with just all the levels of, uh, of, of counseling that exist, but kind of at the lowest level, uh, as, as a bad way to describe it, at the uh, at ground level of care is really you're just your relationships you have with one another, just uh, your, your love for one another, your prayer for one another, discipleship that's there. This model here would be one rung above that, where it'd be more peer-based. It'd be uh, not, you know, not, not to the equivalent, you're not going for individual counseling, you're not seeing a licensed professional counselor, but this would be more peer-based counseling where uh, somebody would be walking with you and the whole group through a curriculum-based counseling model. How does P2P factor in with starting G4? I shared this. uh, We had our little Christmas celebration with with P2P this past Wednesday night, and I shared some of this with them that, um, at least for the early part of 2024, we're going to give all of our time and all of our attention um, to the prospect of starting these groups in Memphis. So the challenge that we're up against um, is that we're, our church is too small for this to be a thriving ministry only in Grace Church. So every other church that, re- that was represented um, at this cohort was a church, with exception to one, was a, was, they were part of larger churches, and they're just going to launch this in their church. And I shared with them, our hope is we want to leverage the relationships that we have among churches here in Memphis. And so that's going to be part of the appeal that I'll make to local pastors is that uh, we, th- we think that this group-based care could come alongside your pastoral care. So we're not trying to, we're not, we're not trying to care for your, we're not trying to provide pastoral care for your sheep. That's not our role. That's not our responsibility. That's, that's yours but we think that this could be helpful in coming alongside the care that you're already providing uh, for your members. And I, I know that to be true just in an example this past week where a local pastor called and said, hey, I've got a member that's struggling with fill in the blank. I don't have the margin for it right now. Can you, is, is, there, is there somebody you know or is he somebody that you'd be willing to meet with? And he's a prime candidate. He'd be a prime candidate for one of these, for one of these groups. So we're hopeful in thinking that churches that, uh, that are intentional with the care of their members would see a ministry like this and think, this might be useful. This, this might be useful in part of the, 
holistic kind of care that we're trying to provide for our, uh, for our members. So that means that the two books, uh, Brad Hambrick, um, is, uh, he's, he's the pastor of counseling at the Summit Church, and he and his team have put together two books, and these are the two that we're going to walk through um, in, the, in the early part of 2024. One just lays out what's the structure, and the second one talks a little bit more um, on what it looks like to facilitate <clears throat> these small groups. Why does it seem like grace is poised to start a ministry like, great, or like G4? Um, it's a good question, uh, not because not I wrote it, um, but because it gives me the opportunity to, to, to acknowledge that this is not something that we've just thought up out of thin air. A number of years, I mean, the, the elders have been intentionally praying towards some expression of a counseling ministry for many years now. And there have been a number of times similar to this where we've shared with you various ideas and for good reasons none of those have uh, materialized and the reason I think or one of the reasons that I think that that grace is is in a, in a good situation is because of the unique interest we have in our small body for um, generally speaking intentional care for each other we we really do love each other we do really care about one another and we have a number in our church who who are actively seeking to grow in the kind of care that is being provided to one another. And so much so that, uh, that I, um, one, of, one of my great joys is to get to talk about how much our church loves uh, to, to work with and study and talk about biblical counseling. And so uh, last year, this time, we met with a, one of the consultants with CCF, and uh, part of that conversation was just sharing <clears throat> a little backstory of our church. And she just, she's, her, her response was, I think your church is ready for something like this. With, you know, as I listen to the number of people that have taken courses, um, that are uh, in, engaged in this, this ministry that you call P2P, I think your church is ready for this. At the conference this past year, the CCF conference, we had a uh, panel for new students, and uh, they asked me. I was, uh, I was, they asked me if I would come and be on that panel. And the reason they asked me to be on that panel is because they love what I have to say about how the Lord is using this in our congregation. They they love to they love to hear that that it's they they see the the fruit of that, and so that's why I think our church is ready for. Um, a ministry like this and uh, sermon you know, Jordan preached a few weeks ago I think it was the sec maybe the second Timothy sermon and he talked about just like the fruit and the benefit of how um, like week after week faithful biblical preaching that ought to be what changes individuals and he drew attention a little bit to biblical counseling and um, and, and it is true, like the, the, the preaching, the weekly preaching should change individuals. And I mean, I would go on to say that, that one of the reasons that there is a need for biblical counseling is because of the preached word. People realize life is hard. Sin is tempting. I want hope. 
I want help. Holiness matters. And that's where, in a, in a very simplistic way, that, that's, that's where biblical counseling, it fits in. It, it seeks to walk alongside sufferers. It, it seeks to walk alongside um, sinners and help them to experience uh, life in Christ, comfort in Christ, and freedom in Christ. And what the Lord's doing in this, in this church body, there are uh, so many that are, um, that are involved in uh, coursework, that are finishing coursework, uh, that are seeking, actively seeking to, to grow in this care. So that's why I think our church is, is ready for it. <clears throat> so here are um, a f- several types of groups. Like, Lord willing, we hope to launch this in fall of next year. Um, we will, there's, there's zero chance that we're launching with all of these groups. Um, we are thinking of one or two, of starting one or two. So I see some of you squinting eyes, maybe hard to see. Um, let me rattle them off for you. Addictions, uh, becoming a man of peace. So this would be a group that would be uh, uh, tailored towards abusers, perpetrators that um, uh, are wanting to walk in the light. Uh, codependency, depression, anxiety, disordered eating, divorce care, false love. So this would be those who um, are experiencing um, a sin and want to walk in purity. Grief, navigating destructive relationships. So this would be a group um, for uh, those who are, are breaking free from a destructive relationship. Not just a marriage, but just it can also be Uh, other relationships in your life, overcoming anger, uh, PTSD, trauma, and then true betrayal. So um, I'm speaking kind of coy here, but um, the recovery from a spouse's sin. There's groups that are, uh, a group that would be set up to help spouses who are, um, who are just experiencing that kind of betrayal. So I've loosely mentioned this, but one of the unique aspects of this is, of these groups are that there's scripture-based curriculum for every single one of them. So scripture-based curriculum for every single one of them. And personally, I find often that, that a lack of curriculum is where a lot of people just get stuck. Like you, you, you have a need, you're reaching out for help for that need, and then you just get, you just get stuck. And so what this curriculum can do is it targets. It targets specifically some of the areas, not all of them, but targets specifically some of the areas based on this issue that you're struggling with and helps you to see that Scripture speaks to this in so many wonderful ways. And it helps you to target it and be diligent with it until you start to experience a little bit of freedom that the Bible offers. So that's the ministry part of it. This is an opportunity that this is an opportunity for us as a church to be of help and encouragement, uh, not only to our own faith family, but as a resource for Memphis. So the second of the three handles is the care part of that. This is a, I briefly mentioned this at last week's member meeting, but a counseling um, assistance. So there's $2,000 that that you as a church uh, affirmed last week, this $2,000 will go towards um, assisting members in, in biblical care. 
And so there's a process to that. Um, uh, that the aim um, of this is we want to encourage and assist members of our church toward biblical counseling. We believe this is good, and if this is helpful for you, for you we want to encourage that. In encouraging that, we want you to think in terms of 10 to 12 sessions. Why, why that number? Is that the magical number that somewhere between 10 and 12 you should be good and, and ready to enter back into life problem-free? No, that, that's, not, that's not the aim at all. It's, we want you to think of this as a longer-term investment and the reality that you, know, you, you can't expect... If something seriously is going on in life, you can't expect one conversation is just going to change everything. You didn't get into this predicament overnight, you're not going to get out of it overnight. Oftentimes, it's a, it's a long process of, of walking alongside and receiving this kind of care. So uh, the need for it is like some care requires more than what our pastors can provide, but never, um, but yeah, and, and it's always in addition to pastoral care. So when we, we're thankful when we have members that come to us and say, uh, we're thinking about getting counseling from this group or from this person. We thank the Lord for that. We're, we're grateful that people want help for what they are encountering. And as your pastors, like, we never want to just outsource that. We, we never want to just say, okay, you go to them and, and let us know when they make you better when they when they like we never want to outsource that and so even uh in counseling uh even in situations where our members are seeing counselors outside of our church we still want to walk with you we still want to know what's helpful we still want to know how to pray for you we still want to know um what the struggle is we still want to be able to even build around you uh a, a care team's that will be able to assist you and help you in that matter. And so, like, the, again, the aim, the thought is not just, um, you know, we, we're not thinking of, like, what it will look like when you graduate from counseling. We think of it in terms of when are you healthy enough to continue these conversations in, in, in uh, Christ-centered discipleship conversations and such. And so... So the process for this is um, there'll be a, a form that you can complete. <clears throat> It'll have a few questions on there that are mainly trying to understand what you're, what you're looking for, what you're hopeful for, um, uh, how can we uh, pray for you, how can we come alongside you. Uh, that'll be what this form uh, consists of. And then when you submit that, you and I will talk on the phone for about 30 minutes and just find out a little bit more uh, and just basically trying to discern what you're looking for. It may be that you reach out and say, I need some help. I have no idea who to talk to. <clears throat> That's a great conversation for us to have. It may be, uh, this is, you know, I've been thinking and praying along. I'd like to see this particular person right here. And I just can't, I just can't afford it. I need, I need help. That's a great conversation that we look forward to, uh, to having. But the assistance, just to be clear, the assistance that we would want to provide would be for the kind of counselors that we could, uh, that we could, we could back up. We, we back up their methodology, we back up their process, we back up. So to say it another way, you may really like this secular person um, that, that 
uh, is not an active member of a local church. You may really like them. They, you may find them to be helpful in some areas, but that would not be the kind of counselor that we would want to contribute um, our finances to. The, these counselors would be those that we could say uh, with, a, with a clear conscience, we're thankful for them, and uh, we feel like they would do your soul good. Last thing is uh, the third handle, the education part of that. So, um, so yeah, ministry, like outward facing, uh, care, like inward help, and then education, just how you could, a way to think about how to grow in the, in the future. So um, we've been in conversations uh, with CCF and with TCT, the network our church has partnered with, for a couple of years ago, years now. Uh, to try to offer, uh, to see if we can uh, offer courses um, among our network at a discount. And so that has now finally been realized. We can, we can do that. We have to have at least five people, not just from this church, but from all uh, of the TCT member churches. So if at least five people will register for the same class, then we get a 50% discount on those, on the first two classes that are that are offered. So, so, which, for what, so the information you need right now is really is this. There's two certificates, a total of six courses. It would take you a year and a half, and the first course will start um, that we would take together would begin either this March or next September. Likely, um, I think it, at this point it'll likely be September uh, before we can start courses um, with that. So if you're, if you're thinking about if you've ever thought about CCF courses, this would be one of the prime opportunities to, um, to jump in because what I love about this format is that uh, we get to take the courses together with people that we know and we get to have the conversations together with people that we know. And that's just invaluable to me. I, I, <clears throat> every course that I instruct, I'm required to do three live engagements. I moderately enjoy those um it's just mainly answering questions for students and helping them through uh, various things but when i have the same conversation with you i absolutely love it, it it's just it's 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 just uh you, i mean you know you just got to take the mic away from me um enjoy it so this will be a good opportunity for us to collaborate in in that way so two things i want you to do i want you to pray pray for those who are involved like i said um um, this, this G4, GCM, it, it will not happen. It will not happen if we don't start it, if we don't do that. We say it that way. And if we don't start and we don't do it, that's okay. I, I, I'm, we're, not, we're not beholden to this. We think it's something worth praying and moving towards, but if it doesn't materialize, it doesn't materialize. That's Okay. But pray for those who are involved. We, we, we want to, uh, and that's what I mentioned to them on Wednesday night, is we, we, we want, I want to establish a group of people that are going to help shape the counseling ministry efforts of this church. Like, I'm not going to do this by myself. I can't do this by myself. I don't want to do this by myself. I'm incapable of doing this by myself. Nobody's asking me to do this by myself. But I want I'm needing, we, we, we need, we want more help and more collaboration 
to help shape the counseling ministry efforts of the church. And so some have been doing that the past two years with P2P, and this is an open invitation. We, we want, if you're interested, okay, I, just generally, if you're interested in having some affiliation and connection with what this church might do with this ministry, then join us. Like, we, we want your voice as part of the conversation. But pray for those who are involved, and, yeah, consider being part of the conversations uh, that, are, that, are, that are shaping that. So we are at the end. I was uh, thinking of opening up for any question you might have, but I'll go ahead and pray, and then we'll be back here in just a few moments. God, thank you for the time you've given us today. Uh, Lord, we, we're grateful for this ministry and thankful for the testimonies uh, that we've been able to hear throughout the years um, of how you're, you've used this at Summit Church. And uh, we, uh, we, we pray, Lord, if it would please you, we pray that you would use it here in the Memphis area. If not this, then, uh, Lord, we, we continue to ask, help us to faithfully steward uh, the responsibilities that you've given this congregation. And, Lord, help us to be uh, continually intentional in each other's lives. And, um, and we pray, Lord, that you would help us to be uh, of, a, of help and encouragement to our brothers and sisters in this city. And use us, Lord, um, and use this for evangelism, evangelistic ways as well for people that, that, uh, that have expressed needs when the real need is Christ. We ask it all in your name. Amen.